In today's gospel lesson, we hear an amazing couple of verses. Listen once again to what Jesus says at the very end of today's lesson. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's a beautiful passage. That's one of those moments where Jesus says a word to us and it just, just kind of feels good. It sort of feels nourishing. Something that meets our needs and helps us to kind of calm our hearts and minds and really sort of gives us peace. It's an amazing couple of verses and one that makes a big impact. But just before Jesus says this, Jesus does not sound quite so gentle, not quite so inclusive or caring. Jesus' words are a lot heavier, more of a challenge to us. Just before today's lesson, just a few verses before what we just read, Jesus says, truly I tell you, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. To put this into context, Jesus is speaking at a time when John the Baptist has been out preaching and doing amazing things and drawing a crowd. And yet, as Jesus walks around teaching and even performing miracles, he finds that no one's listened to John. Very few people have really heard his message and are ready to listen to what Jesus has to say, to actually follow Jesus. And so he points out John the Baptist and says, did you not hear him? What he said was amazing. He is great, but no one in heaven is like John. John is the least of those who are already there. And Jesus continues in verse 16, what we just heard, to what will I compare this generation? It's like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another, we played the flute for you and you did not dance. We wailed and you did not mourn. Jesus is frustrated. Jesus is frustrated in this moment because people are missing what God is doing. And not only are they missing what God is doing, but then they're whining about it. It's like the people can't see what is in front of their face and they are complaining and whining about what they're missing. Jesus continues to say, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Now, in case you need to hear what Jesus just said again, Jesus is claiming that the wise and the intelligent have missed this message. And we are they. We are the wise and the intelligent. It's not just the people who are around Jesus at that time. We are the ones who like to believe that we know a lot of stuff, that we are able and capable and strong and independent, and that we are the ones who are still missing the point. Jesus may have been speaking words 2,000 years ago to people then, but man, do they resonate with us today. We are the wise and the intelligent. 
And we are the ones who are receiving Jesus's challenge. We are the ones who are being pushed here by Jesus because we don't like to think that we lack anything. We don't like to think that we are in need of anything. We like to be strong. We like to think we can do life on our own. Now, I rolled all of that around this week as I was preparing this sermon. And as I was trying to figure out where I may go, I found some unexpected inspiration yesterday. So many people yesterday, as I did, watched Hamilton. Did you? Did you watch Hamilton on Disney Plus? Now, I'm not going to try and make money for Disney. They don't need it. But I will say, if you have not seen this, it is worth your time. This musical that was so sensational and has still remained so popular is an incredible story of a moment in our history that we celebrate this weekend. On this July 4th weekend, we have many of us, most of us, celebrated this moment in time when these early American colonists declared their independence from their English rulers and that moment, although so significant, took years and years to realize. That moment sparked a war where countless people died in order to separate and to rule themselves. Now, this moment of independence that we celebrate this weekend is one that's really honored in this musical. But there was a moment in the musical when King George comes out for the second time and he says something quite poignant to America. Now, spoiler alert, Americans win the war. And so King George comes out in this second moment and he's annoyed a little frustrated that he has lost his colonies. And so he kind of gets tongue in cheek and a little snarky. And he says, speaking to all of America, this. I've got a small query for you. What comes next? You've been freed. Do you know how hard it is to lead? You're on your own. And do you have a clue what happens now? It's much harder when it's all your call. It's much harder when it's all your call. In this cheeky moment, I heard something that resonates in today's gospel lesson. This is an interesting question, an interesting thought posed to us. Because you see, just like America was in its infancy, we are human and we like ideas. We believe in ideas. We can even fight for ideas. But it's so much harder to commit to living those ideas. You see, we want a lot. We believe that we can earn a lot. Maybe we even deserve a lot. But life is hard when it's all our call. See, the gospel is very simple. The gospel message that we hear from Jesus is that we're to love. That's it. 
We are to love. And you hear this all the time. Preachers always harp on this idea of love because that's it. Now, we build a whole lot of stuff around that idea because we as humans like to know the how. We can't just know the love. We want to know how do we do that? When do we do that? Who deserves that kind of love? Can people lose that kind of love? We like to put rules around this very simple idea. But no matter how often we put rules around this idea, we come back time and again to the simplicity. We're just supposed to love. When we put rules around that idea and make it too complicated, Jesus's message that the wise and the intelligent miss the point, that children are the ones who understand it, that really begins to make sense. Truth. The truth is that we want to love. The truth is that we need to be loved and that God is that love. And so the big question for us today is what comes next? Who do we want to be? Jesus is challenging us today, pushing us today to be the kind of people God made us to be that Jesus hopes that we will be, that we probably even want to be. But in so many ways and so often we fall short. Living is hard. Living life is hard. And I'm not talking about existential crises that surround us and swirl around us all the time. I'm talking about small, important decisions that we make every day philosophies that guide our lives, rules that we so firmly believe in that actually begin to separate us and pull us away from love. We are Christian, after all. We root ourselves, we anchor ourselves in the gospel first. And when we do, we cannot deny the mandate the challenge to love all the time, every person in every way. Love is simple, but man, is it hard to actually do. This challenge is part of being a faithful person. This challenge is part of what it means to walk the way. Too often we look to Jesus, we look to God to affirm us, whatever it is that we believe, to affirm thoughts that other people tell us are important. And all the while, they get in the way of what is very, very simple. And so today when Jesus says the wise and the intelligent are missing the point, and that faith is something so very simple that children understand, I wonder how many of us have the humility to actually hear Jesus's call. Have the space inside us to welcome Jesus in. Because if we go back to that very poignant question, what comes next? Because it's hard when it's all our call. Perhaps we get to the very root of the gospel itself. You see, life is hard. Making good choices, making loving choices is so hard 
We get it wrong most of the time. And the truth is, we really cannot do this on our own. It's not enough to just like Jesus. It's not enough to enjoy his teachings or to think that he has good philosophies. What is most important is that we realize we cannot do this on our own. And we come to the point where we discover that we need, that we lack, that we need the love of Christ in order to do the life that we want, to be the people that we want. We need Jesus. Today we see what Jesus offers us. It's not just a nice idea or a good teaching or a clever verse. Jesus offers us a way to be healed, a way to move forward, a way to be love in the world. Remember what Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary, all who are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. We need a bit of rest in our lives. We need someone to help us take the burden off of our shoulders that weighs us down. Jesus says, come to me. How many of us have that kind of deep humility to actually give our burdens to Christ? This is not just a nice teaching. Jesus is offering us a way forward through the pain and the heartbreak and the pressure of this life. Jesus is offering us a way up and out of the darkest places so that we can actually become the ones who reflect the light in the world, who show God's love in the world. This weekend, we receive another promise that we don't have to do all of this alone, that God is with us. God walks the way with us. God will carry us when we feel like life has brought us down. And when we make that real commitment, when we choose not only to like what Jesus teaches, but to actually live with Christ, we will be the love. We will be the healing that our world needs. We will be healed. So what comes next? It's not easy on our own. And thank God, we are not. Jesus walks with every one of us. We are never alone. And for that, we can be truly thankful. Amen.